Welcome to the Let's Break Franchising Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Griffin. Now let's get started breaking some stuff. Welcome to another edition of Let's Break Franchising Podcast. I'm Bob Griffin, the founder and CEO of Business Bulldog, the small business think tank for big business thinking. And today's episode is brought to you by RestoreJobs.com. It's the place to start to find your next career. It is a very pared down job board. You're going to find the jobs that you need for the skills that you have. And it's very easy to use and it's free, of course, for you to use it. I don't want to charge you for that. You know, if you want to post a job, as you can tell, we own RestoreJobs.com, one of the Business Bulldog brands. And, uh, but if you want to post a job, it's, you know, subscription is $49.98 a month and we'll push your job out to uh, hundreds of job boards. We really just want to lower the cost of all the things that you have to do to be in business. And of course, RestoreJobs.com just makes it easier for you. So go visit, take a look, send all your, uh, your friends and family there too. (laughs) It's, uh, it's a very colorful site. It is easy to use restorejobs.com. Now, today's episode, I want to talk about COVID 2020 and the half a million businesses that have gone out of business that can't pay back the uh, uh, the stimulus money that they borrowed. Um, you know what? God bless them. Uh, I, I wish I had gotten a hold of you before you, you got to that point. Because there's a lot of things that you could do. Now, some businesses, there's no way. They're face-to-face. Um, they've been limited by the local governments, state governments, uh, the federal government. There's no way to do business. And God bless them. Um, you know, Find your way out of debt as fast as you can. Um, you've got all our prayers here at Business Bulldog. But the majority of the, re- the rest, let's just talk talk about the rest of the businesses that just are stuck. It got me thinking about my book, The Prom King Bought a Franchise. And chapter, let's see, chapter four, the Brainiac still can't figure it out. Because there's there's a lot of business owners that get stuck because they, quote unquote, know what they're doing. But they're losing money. They're not changing the way that they're doing business. They're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing and thinking that they're going to, well, just, they'll just make it through. And guess what? You end up being one of those half a million businesses that didn't make it because you're not thinking creatively. You, you need to tap into your three-year-old mind. You remember when you're three years old? What is that? What is, tell me about this. You know, what, what does this mean? You don't ask those questions now. Why? Because you don't want to be seen as stupid. But guess what? You're stupid because you didn't ask those questions. So stop and ask those questions. And it brought me back to the Brainiac. That one (laughs) character. Remember characters from high school followed you into franchising? Well, the Brainiac is one of them, isn't it? And I bet you're thinking of the person who is the Brainiac in your franchise. That person will drive you insane. He's also the same person that you go to with questions. And of course, what I'd like to do is read part of chapter four, The Brainiac Still Can't Figure It Out, um, because it applies to what's happening right now. So here we go. The Brainiac was the opposite of the class clown. He or she was smart, of course, and had to know the answer to everything. He was the first to raise his hand, 
when the teacher asked for an answer. Truth be told, he was the only one to raise his hand. He was our savior in school since we didn't study as much as we should have and still don't. He was a dork, but he was also the kid that you turned to when you were stuck on a math problem or forgot your notes at school and there was a test the next day. He was, a, he was lonely, just like the class clown, but he didn't want to be a troublemaker. Of course, he was lonely because no one knew what the hell he was talking about. Watching British television shows and thinking jocks were stupid was comforting to him. If he could go to a class where there were no other students and the teacher asked lots of questions he had the answers to, he would be happy. <clears throat> For all his intelligence, he didn't work on his social skills and went to the prom alone or with the other smart kids. You know what? Does that sound like someone you know? Does that sound like someone you know out of business, out <clears throat> in your personal life? <clears throat> don't say spouse. We're not going there. I'm t I just tell you, don't, don't even think of your wife that way or your, your husband. It doesn't work. What everyone needs is the ability to think past what they currently have, what they see, <clears throat> what they know. We're not curious enough. You know, I, I read that uh, adults smile uh, <laughs> very few times during the day, but kids smile all the time. Why is that? Because they're curious. They're happy. They're learning. And we stop learning. You know, the, the saying, when you're green, you're growing. When you're ripe, you rot. How ripe are you guys? especially brainiacs. They learned one way of doing business and they stuck with it. And now they're wondering why everybody's leaving them in the dust. <clears throat> and the reason is, is because they don't think creatively. So there are a myriad ways of getting a new customer. And if you think that you can't get a new customer under the whole COVID situation, you're out of your mind. There's a whole bunch of people that never tried delivery for food, for groceries, for you name it. Uh, car dealerships that want uh, the uh, repair business are actually picking up cars in your driveway. There's, there's uh, you know, pizza places that are, you know, setting up shop closer to people's uh, neighborhoods. So uh, kind of a grab and go kind of thing. And it's very, you know, everybody's wearing their, their PPEs, so they're, they're covered and everything's safe. But they're finding ways to do this. And why can't you do the same thing? Now, if you are a cleaning business and you go into residential homes and you're, you, that's what you do for a living, you know what? All you have to do is, is find a way to completely take care of your employees and then educate the groups that use your business, uh, you know, apartment complexes and um, you know, people's homes. And maybe you start pushing for, for bigger homes and higher end. And that way you're, you're going after bigger and bigger uh, customers. That way you know that they can afford to, to pay you. What if you're investing in uh, electric, electrostatic sprayers? You got to say that slowly. The electrostatic sprayers, the ones that, that businesses are using, cleaning companies, to sanitize entire rooms at one time. Gyms are using those. Uh, they, you know, they can't function without having a clean business because no one will come in. They have to do these things, so they found a way to do it. 
But the problem is, is they're not educating their, their customer base. How about all those thousands of cars that drive past a gymnasium? You know, <clears throat> you could so easily get people to come in and say, look, you know, work off your, your chubby COVID <laughs> times. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, even I am starting to work out a little bit more because, you know, I got a little bit of baby fat going on. Don't talk about it. It's not a big thing. Okay, so... But for, for customers, for those thousands of cars that are driving past their business every day, why aren't they out there advertising? You know, sign shakers aren't near anybody. They're out standing at the street shaking a sign. They can even wear a mask while they do it so that you can see that they take that you take seriously that uh, <clears throat> the whole COVID situation and staying safe. It's not hard to do. If you show it, if you're educating your customers, if you're educating people that have never tried you, then you've got an opportunity here, especially if a lot of the other businesses in the area are down. Okay, so you're a pizza place that is trying to get more customers. Whatever happened to mailing coupons? Whatever happened to putting a uh, contest out there so someone could win an extra, you know, 100 bucks to 1000 bucks? Why not? Do you have an extra $1,000 that you could put into a, a contest? How much do you spend on marketing right now? Is it worth it for you to get more people, get more contacts, to get more of an audience? If you did it, think of all the different avenues that you have in advertising now. YouTube, Amazon, Amazon, I know, Amazon is a huge platform. It's one of the biggest marketing platforms out there. Are you on it? Are you doing something? What about Pinterest? Oh, nobody uses Pinterest. Bull, thousands of people are using Pinterest. Millions of people are using Pinterest. Get your pictures out there. Instagram, I'm not going to suggest TikTok because I don't understand the whole thing. And still sounds like there's problems with China on that one. So, so be it. I'm just going to stay away from that. But there are platforms for you to use. Can you do a long-form uh, 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 content on medium.com? That's, uh, that's a great platform. They get thousands of customers. And you have the opportunity to reach uh, a wider audience. But if you're not hitting all of those things, if you're not omnidirectional in your, your marketing then you're just getting the same customers and you're acting like the brainiac. Who isn't too bright? Because he's missing opportunities. He's not staying in business and he's not growing. He's not green. If you're green, you're growing. If you're ripe, you're rot. And I want you to grow. I have not seen businesses this lackadaisical in a long time. You know, uh, the, during the 80s when everybody's out spending money and everybody's trying to outspend each other and there's all sorts of crazy products hitting the market every time, every day, it seemed like. <clears throat> it was, you, you just started a business and you could pretty much guarantee you're going to make a profit unless you were just stupid and didn't advertise. But those are the things that you still have to do now. You have to get out there. You have to be creative. And if you're not being creative with the way that you talk to your customers, the education that you're providing them about your business, what about the culture of your business? Are you doing anything with your team? You have a built-in marketing team right there because they touch your product every day. They work on the services that you provide. They know what's happening. If you're treating them like employees 
and I say that slowly and emphasize it, because if you treat them as less than you, then you've lost. Get out of business. I don't want you to hire anybody else. Definitely don't use RestoreJobs.com because you're an idiot and you should be treated as an idiot. And I will definitely talk to you like you're an idiot and use small words because you're not taking your team as part of your business and looking at them as a resource. You're treating them as another number in your business. Maybe it's a line on your spreadsheet that says payroll. That's stupid. And how many, how many businesses do you see that rotate through staff so often you don't see the same people twice when you go in there? That's crazy. What are they doing wrong? How are you treating your employees? If you're not taking care of them, then you're, uh, you should be out of business. And I have no, you, you don't have any of my time or effort. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> so... As we're walking through this, as I've kind of started to wind down, I was all worked up to begin with. This is ticking me off that people are, are thinking that they have to stay in the same business model. Do you know Business Bulldog? When we started in 2008, we were a consultancy. And then we became a service. And then we became kind of a hybrid between the two and then we finally became a think tank because we realized that we're able to help more people that way and the more help that you provide open opportunities for us that we didn't see was there because we were we're limiting ourselves okay so restorejobs.com this is the 22nd um, time that we built the platform from the ground up 22nd that means 21 times before this, the platform didn't work the way we wanted it to. So we took it down, all the way down to zero. Would you be willing to do that with your business? Now, I'm not scared because I know that I'm going to be able to, to make it work. And I'll tell you right now, uh, the platform's been up for maybe a month, the current platform. And we started earning money on the first day. So what's wrong with this? What, what's wrong with your business? What are you not seeing that's right in front of you that will give you the leg up over your competition, get new customers, keep filling the, the, uh, the bucket, you know? Because there's a, imagine a bucket. That's your business. And there's a hole in the bottom. How big is that hole? Well, if you run a good business, the hole's not too big. You're still always going to have a hole in your bucket, Okay. Because it's, you always lose customers. They move away, they pass away, God bless them. Um, something happened and they, they, they decided they like another business better. Okay, that happens. But if you're not refilling that, that bucket, at some point you're empty. And then you're done. And there's no coming back from that. Because it costs you a lot more money to get a customer back than it does to get a customer initially. So if you focus on getting more and more customers and treating your staff right and running a good business and finding different ways to be new and inventive and have a new culture for your business and something that's fun. What about, a, you know, I saw Wendy's and um, Burger King love to have a little rivalry. That's awesome. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. That helps both brands. Why can't you do the same? I mean, this, it could be a lot of fun. Why don't you have a, a, a contest with 
a, a competing business next door to you, same shopping center, down across town, wherever, and say, you know, uh, we challenge you to raise, to, uh, to get so many cans of food goods because this year is going to, a lot of food banks are running very low. As you can imagine, there's a lot of families. With these lockdowns coming back into, into favor with a lot of states, it's going to be a lot of people that are very hungry, a lot of kids that need food. There's a lot of families that are crying because they don't know how to take care of their families because there's no business. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be that way. But if you can, help those people by doing something that's both fun and culturally positive for your business. What's wrong with that? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You get into the news. Maybe you do some taunts back and forth on, on Twitter or Facebook or, you know, have a third party be a judge. Why not have a, a local uh, fire department that you say, all right, I got a rivalry with, with the, uh, the pizza place across town. We're going to see how many customers can donate a dollar. And all those dollars are going to go to the burn fund for uh, the firefighters do, you know, most, most fire, fire, uh, fire departments do a burn fund. Do you know what that is? It's when people get burned and they have to go to the emergency room and they've got, you know, very serious health problems because of burns. The burn fund helps them pay those bills and helps out their families. There's so many great things that you can do. If you're sitting back wondering what you're, what, you know, what to do, start looking at what you can give, and then you'll find ways to earn more customers. I can't tell you how many times I've done this with or without a franchisor's, uh, you know, uh, approval, <laughs> and I've done great things for the communities, and franchisees love it, and they ask, can we do it again next year? And I've actually had franchisors say, no, 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 that's not what we're doing. Can you imagine telling franchisees to stop being good in their community? But that's what franchisors have done. I can name one right now. I won't because I love the franchisees and I will not hurt them because it's the franchisor, not the franchisees. And the ones that you see are the franchisees. You may never see a franchisor in your lifetime because they, don't, they hide away. They don't want to be seen. You're the face of the business. So I won't do that. But I'll tell you what, you've got great opportunities to do great things in your area. So go for it. There is absolutely no franchise agreement that says you can't be helpful in your community. You could do donations. You could raise funds. You can collect canned goods. You can do a coat drive for the kids. Uh, coats and mittens or gloves. Uh, it could be shoes, socks for the homeless. I mean, there's so many things that you could be doing. And if you're not then you're not helping your business. And we started this out by saying, what are you doing in your community? What are you doing for your business to get more customers? What are you doing in your business model to help grow your business? And I've, I always morph it into, what can you give? Because guess what? Karma is real and it works. <laughs> it works for you or it works against you. So definitely do the right things and help the people in your area. Guess what? You're seen as a hero and helpful and thoughtful and kind. And how is that in business? Is 
are you going to spend money with someone who's helpful, thoughtful, and kind? Or are you going to spend money with someone who just has a good product? I will go and eat a crummy pizza that's doing all sorts of things in the, in the community and teach them how to make a better pizza. But they're out there doing something, so God bless them, I'm going to help them. I may not even buy their product. I might just drop off money because I want that more of that in the community. So think about your business. Don't be a brainiac. Don't be the one that's stuck because you know the answer. Well, here's more answers for you, and I've just given you homework. So get off your butt and go do something. I love you all. This is Bob Griffin with Business Bulldog. And, of course, this podcast is Let's Break Franchising. So get out there, break out the hammers, and start breaking things the right way and rebuild them the way that you need them to be to be the company you want to be proud of. Thank you all. God bless.